Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. I'm Jake Freyho. And Jake, welcome back to the fray. Well, I was in another fray, but thank you. Well, Good I will, to be back. I will tell you that today is an aha moment. You know, this morning we had one of those aha moments that I thought was, it's, it's at the final end. It's at the final end. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like hyperbole, and I don't like rhetoric, and I certainly don't like propaganda. But we are at a place right now where we, 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 we went through and said, listen, they stole the election. We saw what happened on November 3rd. We saw that. We saw what happened. 3rd of November was an absolute theft. Everyone saw it. And then you, you fast forward through that a little bit, and you start looking at the other details. We'll call it the other details. But you start looking at the other details. The other details related to, um, <laughs> related to the machines. And you start looking at uh, related to the, the 2,000 mules. And the entire time, all the way through this, they said that it's the disinformation campaign, that it's the big lie, that everything that we're doing is somehow related to uh, trying to, because we're sore losers. It's, it's from every which angle. You know, it's all it's all coming home to roost now and everything that the people have gone through for two years is is apexing into the disaster we're now going through. And, you know, this is something six months ago I was I was very vocal on and ridiculed to some extent for for being too negative on the matter. But I mean, we're, we're looking at stuff that it, it has not been has not been seen in, in, in history unfolding and, and really trying times ahead for the people, the average person going through all of this. You know, so from everything, from the origins of it to the controlled seizure of power to the destruction of small businesses to the destruction of the health of all of us, it, I mean, it's really a nightmare come true. And I think the closer we get to everyone understanding that, and all of these people that are, are going to have to come out of their cave and realize that they were conned in this massive game, it, it's not going to be a pleasant moment to, to witness that realization. Okay, so, so, so let's look at the, the totality of everything that we're dealing with collectively. Um, we have critical race theory, gender fluidity. There's a, a clip that, Mr. Producer, I don't know if you saw this, that came through that uh, Dan Bongino did today. And the, the, this happens to come out of Colorado. I just heard about this. But this is something that parents now have to start worry, worrying about. I mean, we saw, the, we saw the stock market drop precipitously. We saw diesel was, the production for diesel was cut. We're at $102 a barrel. And yet diesel fuel should be somewhere around $350, $375 a gallon. Is sitting at, at, at an average of $575 across the country. They're shutting down the railroads. The, the Union Pacific is chopping their routes. The fertilizer isn't making it to the farmers. Uh, we, you showed them this morning. We were in, we were in Walmart at nine o'clock last night and, and the store was picked clean. And it's not like a Walmart out in say, you know, out in the boondocks. This is a Walmart in a city. And I've always said that the, 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 the trial run from the, you know, let's loot the, the cities like they did in New York. Let's loot Macy's. Let, let's get sneakers and, and flat screen TVs. That was, that was the trial run. That was the experiment because, you know, let's see what people are willing to uh, turn to when given, uh, 
you know, desperation or opportunity. And that, the, the initial trial run was on, on the idea of opportunity. Oh, I'll go get this handbag. I'll go get this jacket. And now this time around, they know it works. And so what they'll do is they'll wind down the food supply. And, and we, we saw it in Denver last night. Apollo and I were, you know, shocked. And it, it wasn't just one or two things. Uh, the, the whole, I went to the garden section and the whole seed section was gone. And so it, it's the final experiment has not concluded. And, and, and the, the, the worst parts of that experiment are still ahead of us. It's, it's, it's very frightening, especially for people that have kids. Well, I think that let, let's get away from the uh, experiment part, right? Okay. So I, I want to I I tell you that, yeah, we, we, we absolutely are up against uh, their experiment on how they can destroy our country. But I'm going to say that we're right now, they've declared, it's a declaration of war. They've declared war on the American people. American people on one side and these traitors, these treacherous traitors, or excuse me, treasonous tra traitors on this side. Um, so we have, we have both sides. We have them going into churches right now, and they're, they are literally going to churches to destroy those churches. Oh, and firebombing and pro-life clinics, death threats on, on Supreme Court justices, stalking and harassing and protesting outside of houses. Alito had to be removed to a, an undisclosed location yesterday. Kavanaugh had, I think, a hundred and something people outside of his house. And so, you know, the, the, these are the same people that, you know, what... You know what they did to you when when you made a, a, you know twisting a comment of, of, about hanging people, and then now I mean th th this one's just mind blowing to me. A fourteen. This is this is uh, you know a talking head on Twitter that has I read that. Have you seen this? I have. Yeah, I, I went through all the cuts. Interesting. Uh, so I don't even know who this guy is, but you know you can tell he's important because he has a, a check mark and he's uh, put the Ukrainian flag in his header. Uh, his name is Simon or Simone Gwynn. Uh, interesting real-life uh, trolley problem in America now. If you had the chance to kill Clarice Thomas and Samuel Alito, the two oldest right-wing Supreme Court judges, should you do it while Biden can get his nominees to replace them confirmed? Imagine you said this. Well, I wouldn't say that because I, don't, I wouldn't want to take out good people, right? But at the same time, these are the same people that have called me said that, uh, that I am uh, guilty of, of the uh, violent rhetoric. So, so let me just back up for a minute. I want to tell you right now, that, you know, somebody, somebody asked me, said, Joe, are you, you, you going to go soft on us as a result of the, uh, you know, the trip that you took to Alaska and the aha moment? And, and the answer to that question is I'm never going to go soft. And there, there's a realization that happens that nobody who has ever seen violence who has truly seen what violent means can, can create. The people that have, have seen war would never look to, to have war, N never. But you also recognize that at some point, there's a necessary component to making sure you can restore order. And that's where we are right now. The radical left has declared war on the American people. You have been declared, they have declared war on you. And the police and, and these puppets inside of positions of power and authority are letting it happen. They are being told from higher above to ignore the rule of law. They're being told to ignore the Constitution. They're being told to ignore the fraud against the American people. And not many of these people have courage. They don't have the courage to stand up, which leans back on us as Americans to say, do we have the courage to stand in the gap and do what is right? Before we get into all the other things when we talk about the Supreme Court, Mr. Producer, I sent that over to you, that, uh, that three-minute thing from, uh, um, from Dan Bongino. I put it inside of the comments, if you'll look it up. This uh, is a Colorado mom explains how her child was secretly brainwashed at school. She had a child that went to school. The child called and said, hey, look, they're having an art class. An art class. Well, it turns out it was not an art class at all. It was a... Uh, gay, asexual, sexual orientation art class. And they brought in a special speaker. And that special speaker was teaching them not to tell their parents. First thing is, is whatever happens in this class, you may not tell your parents. This right now is the sickness that is in our country. And this right now is why we are in a state of war. Play it. This is a parent, I believe in Colorado. She's talking about what happened to her daughter. Folks, this is happening in schools all over the country. About what happened to her kid when she went to a art group. Check this out. One day, her trusted art and homeroom teacher invited her to stay after school for art club. 
So she texted us and we gave our permission. Of course, you can stay for art club. When she arrived in the classroom that day, she very quickly learned that it was actually GSA art club or gender and sexuality awareness. And her trusted teacher had invited in an outside presenter to speak with the children. Um, this presenter started with her number one rule. What you hear in here stays in here. She then brought out flags to describe different umbrella terms or defining words, as she called them, and how people feel under each of the flags. She explained to my daughter that if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body, then she's transgender. She then gave out flags, stickers, bracelets, and what she called the obligatory toys that kids love to collect everywhere I go. Um, she then told the kids that parents aren't safe. And that it's, it's okay to lie to them about where they are in order to attend this meeting and also future programming that she holds throughout the community. Folks, remember what I, there are two big takeaways from Marxist socialist ideology that I need you to understand. Understand and have them tattooed in your cerebral cortex. The idea that you're going to get a generation of people who will surgically attach their lips to the ass of government, despite the fact that government is a source for nothing but pain in their lives. And I'm going to prove that coming up in a second, how things are only getting worse because of government, right? There is no way to do that. Government is never a source of anything other than agony in your life. Government is other people spending other people's money on other people, as Milton Friedman said. They will never, ever, ever produce prosperity for you, ever, under any circumstance in any world known or unknown. So how does the left continue to get people despite hundreds of millions of deaths from socialism? How do they get people to believe that this is going to be some utopia moving forward if they just follow the lead? They get it through two ways. They attack uh, uh, free markets. They attack the, uh, the idea of freedom and liberty and the idea that they, the, the identity politics, they have to create classes. In other words, you against them, them against union against non-union, black against white. That's the way they get you angry. The second way is they create division. And one of the best ways after the anger to create division is to divide, to divide kids from the family. That's where the LGBTQ agenda in schools comes in. The idea that you are different, despite the fact that you may have never asked this question, you know, am I really a girl? All of a sudden they plant the seed. And then once they plant the seed, getting you to believe you're different, whether you've had this thought or not in your life, once they plant that seed, they want to make sure that you know that your parents don't understand this difference and that they are different from you. But we, we will in turn, we'll fill that hole. You ever wonder why liberals in the government are so keen on getting schools to advance this stuff? They need the anger and the division to separate you from the anchor in your life, family, religion, God, and to reattach that anchor on the island of government. It's the only way. Anger and division to get you to ignore the evidence in front of your face that what they're promoting, uh, what they're promoting to you, socialism, has a 100-year-plus record of death and destruction. You just heard the Dan Bond. Art class. Again, tell me that we're not at war. Tell me we're not in a place right now where we are literally fighting for the soul of our country. Tell me that we are not in a spiritual battle. And most people can't understand what spiritual battle means, even if you're a Christian. You know, I said this the other day. I said we are, we are, in, a, we, we are in the natural. And the reason why the left continues to push down on us with satanic ritual and the things that they do is because they operate in the natural. They don't operate in the supernatural. We're always talking about the supernatural. Follow me with this. This is really interesting. You know, God is the supernatural. And so we talk about God, but they, they have brought it down to a place where it's all natural. Sexual promiscuity, a lack of morals, do whatever you want, find your own truth. Those are all things that happen in the natural when the supernatural part of the evil side, the devil, infiltrates your society because God has been stripped from every part of our society. This is what happens when the natural takes its place, takes its hold, and they can lie with impunity while telling you that God does not exist. Everything that we're experiencing today is biblical. Matter of fact, to a proportion that's almost undeniable. 
yet they say that the Bible doesn't exist. How in the world over 2,000 years did the Bible actually foretell what would happen today? How is that possible? How is it possible? So when we talk about what's going to happen and what, what the Supreme Court's going through and the fact that they lack courage themselves, the last thing that we have to do is get back to a place where we recognize that this is God's realm. This, is, this fight right now is not one that we can win on our own, but God wants us to get in the gap. He wants us to not only do the things, or excuse me, have faith, but he wants us to do the things that are necessary in order to save our nation. That is what's called the remnant, and that's what we are. They have declared war on us. And they won't do this. You could get on every talk show out there and they won't talk about the fact that we are the remnant. They won't talk about the fact that God is at the very front of this. They won't talk about the fact that they've declared war on us. But they have killed with impunity people in our own communities. They have made victims of our society. They have gone after our children. Please tell me what would happen in a place where they declared war. How much worse could it get? And you'd say, well, Joe, they could start shooting at us. They are already shooting at us. It's, we're not dealing with something that just popped up out of nowhere. We have been asleep at the wheel, ingrained in our comfort. And we have watched all the things that we're experiencing today manifest themselves even through all the warnings. I like to say that when you're walking down the street and there's a guy that's telling you to repent, that, that we are, they were headed down the wrong path, and everyone looks at that guy like he's crazy. What is he doing out on the street saying that we need to repent? We do need to repent. And then we need to act. And much like not talking about violent rhetoric, violence must beget violence. And I'm, and I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but stealing a society and killing millions of Americans should never be okay with you. We have got to get to a place where we recognize evil as evil and that what they say they are not doing. I mean, some of these young men coming out of school are starting to realize it and wake up. But we're at that place. I mean, if you look at, if you look at all the dots connect, someone, this one channel I follow summarized it seamlessly uh, of the, the intricacy of their master plan of their going back to 2014, 2015, everything from, you know, what we're seeing is, is full on deflection and they'll, they'll do anything to make sure the truth does not come out, you know, from the metabiota, the funding from the DOD starting in 2014 between Wuhan, between Ukraine, all of them sending this money to Ukraine. Because, you know, this, I heard two interesting theories that they're dumping all this money on Ukraine. It's kind of like buying off a witness, right? And, and then this other one isn't, doesn't really sound so far-fetched at this point as we start seeing this information come out on the vaccines. You know, three, three major hits to the giant pharmaceutical companies. Pfizer had their, uh, their pill uh, there, there's uh, the FDA is is demanding urgent data for them on their pill. Johnson and Johnson lost the emergency use authorization, and I mean it's 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 happening and it's falling apart. And so now you're you're looking at this rhetoric come out of them that, I, that, that they have everything to lose if they do not keep the charade going out, going on. And it, it I I don't know what the next few months hold. And I'll try to veer away from my, my, my uh, perception. But Look, we are, we are in a place where it's going to be very uncomfortable, but it's going to be more uncomfortable if we allow them to continue doing what they're doing. 2,000 mules today, when they got out there and said it's misinformation and cut them off from Twitter and said you are not allowed to see this, that should have been a perfect indication. But what they have done to Supreme Court justices, they deserve exactly what they get. They deserve to go to jail for a long, long time. And for stealing an election, they should go to jail for the rest of their lives. Here's wanna, my theory. I want to the play this video real quick. This is cut A12. Let's go ahead and play this. This is what's happened in a church protest in L.A. Play A12, Mr. Producer. This is Mother's Day. Hey, you get off again. You are not, you are not attacking anybody. You're attacking me right now. Are you starting to attack me? Oh, you're going towards our preachers. All of these people watching 
And so for those on audio edition, these are this is in a Catholic church during a mass. And there are abortion supporting protesters dressed up as um, dressed in red capes. And they're now arguing and getting confrontational physically with the people at the church. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, go ahead and cut it off. Go ahead and cut it off. I'm going to tell you what I would do in that situation. This is God's house. And the Bible does not say anywhere, it does not say anywhere in the Bible, anywhere at all, that I have to allow somebody to walk in the church to intimidate other people that are there in prayer, that are there in worship. I don't have to do it. I don't have to do it. And I don't think we should do it. I think that we should force them out. I think that we should force them back into the hole that they came from. You are allowing the devil to just play whatever role they want to play in our society. And that's not the way the world works. The world doesn't allow for evil just to run rampant. Unless we just lack so much courage, we lack courage in such a way that this becomes an acceptable way that we allow evil to thrive in our, our society. And by the way, the reason why this happened is because the church is weak and ineffectual. And I'll go back to 1963 when Martin Luther King said it very, very, very effectively. He said the church has become a social club and young people have turned away in disgust. What do you think that they're doing right now? What do you think kids are doing right now? Oh, I'm trying to be a good example. They are getting us to play by their rules. And their rules are really simple. Oh, just tell them that they're being violent. Call them a bunch of stuff. Use dog whistles. Make them back up. No, we're not backing up anymore. Much like the Revolutionary War, when the Brits did the same thing to us, see, it repeats itself. They want to do it again to us. They want to tell us that we have to operate by their rules. We have to line up in front of them, and we have to be like a firing squad. No, no, we don't, and no, we shouldn't. How far off the rails has society, and specifically my generation, gone that on a day celebrating the humans that brought us into the world, the very same people that were brought into the world are taking up arms against that holiday, against the people that are celebrating it. Imagine being created in the eye and the vision of the establishment of, of the culture that has polluted and destroyed everything over the past few decades and saying, I hate myself so much that I have been given life by a person and now I'm going to spend my Sunday and my mother's day marauding and, and disrupting uh, a gathering of people celebrating the very same thing you reaped the benefit of. I mean, it's, 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 but that's not where it stops. It's self-hatred and they, uh, a country, you know, a country cannot survive. A country cannot grow if the populace hates itself. And that's exactly what they've done. And specifically with my generation, that's why, you know, kids are transracial, LBGTQ, trisexual. No, there, there are those ways. There are those things because we allowed evil to thrive. We, we haven't been paying attention. We've been asleep at the wheel while educators have infiltrated our education system and indoctrinated our children. And we have all thought it was just an art class. Mr. Producer, A11, there was a fire, fire bombing. Let's go ahead and play it. New tonight, an anti-abortion rights office in Madison is in shambles. <laughs> Someone vandalized it and threw a Molotov cocktail inside. Madison police are investigating. 12 News' Courtney Sisk is live at Pro-Life Wisconsin in Brookfield. Courtney, the news shook the pro-life community here. Kristen, the attack is raising concerns among other pro-life organizations across the state, including pro-life Wisconsin based right here in Brookfield. Now, according to police, they say someone threw a Molotov cocktail at the headquarters of the Wisconsin Family Action Group in Madison. That weapon did not ignite, but officials say a separate fire started because of it. Someone also spray painted the side of the office there with the words, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Pro-life Wisconsin leaders tell me today the attack 
attack is alarming, but it won't change what they're fighting for. We're, we're saddened by it. Um, we believe that the, the people responsible for this should be held responsible under the law. Um, but the pro-life community will not be intimidated by this, will we'll not relent in the face of fear mongers. We're committed to um, defending every human life. Courtney, will pro-life Wisconsin amp up security after what happened in Madison? Kristen and I asked them that they say right now they're just processing what happened, but they will have those conversations this week. Courtney says reporting live. Thank you, Courtney. Well, there is a lot of damage at the Wisconsin Family Action Office tonight. The president of the organization said one thing in particular makes her uneasy. I think what affected me more than what I saw in here was what I saw out there on the graffiti. Because that is an overt threat. That to me is worthy of police investigation. Abortion rights have been at the center of debates after a leaked report claims the Supreme Court is set to overturn Roe versus Wade. Tonight, Governor Evers is condemning the violence in Madison, saying we will work against overturning Roe and attacks on reproductive rights by leading with empathy and compassion. We will defend what we believe in our words and our voices in the streets, in the halls of government and at the ballot box. Okay, take it down. All right. So, so, so let, let, let's just look at what we're looking at here. Oh, they're setting the stage. They're setting the stage for what they want to do because they've declared war on the American people. They have declared war on the American people. You thought 2020 was bad. You thought BLM and, and all of that well, was well, bad. Well, Watch what they turn this into. Yeah, so, so I want to just be really clear about Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade set federal standards for abortion rights. And what an overturn of Roe versus Wade will do will not abolish abortion. It will limit it but it will move it back to the state's rights position. It'll move it back to the states in order to make decisions on how they regulate abortions and killing babies. That's what it does. So the rhetoric of the radical left is nothing but rhetoric. It's nothing but more lies. And we have to call the liars what they are. They are liars. They are baby killers. They are murderers. And that is not rhetoric. That is not hyperbole. That is truth. And they want to create some sort of environment where they become the heroes in a villain's story. But the reality of it is, is that what we're facing right now is much more sinister than that. No, I think the people who get behind this, it's, it's that they hate their life so much that they don't want anything else. They're, they're yeah. so angered at their choices, many of which they were forced in, into being made, you know, making, they were forced into making them by the indoctrination of the society they were raised in. And now, you know, they're, they're so disenchanted with their own life and they can't see anything beyond themselves. And th that's the, the, the point of collapsing a system is you, you instill selfishness, you instill gluttony and greed. And now these people are so miserable in their own life, they're saying, well, that newborn baby or that potential for life cannot have, you know, it, it, it's this subconscious, po possibly subconscious stance on 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 why they need to they need to have this why they why, why they want it so before we go any further you're right we'll go pretty further we're gonna this podcast brought to you by one of our good sponsors one of our sponsors uh, air medcare network today's podcast um if you live in a rural area if you uh that's hard to reach by road if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency god forbid you have to be air medically transported um, health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Um, simply go to airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and receive a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today as a conservative daily listener. That's airmedcarenetwork.com daily, promo code daily, and you get a $50 gift card. Now listen, there, you also get the Amazon card. Do not do that. We don't support Amazon, right? No, not at all. We don't support know, it's funny. Amazon. Actually, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos just got a great handout by Biden. You know, all, all of the, uh, you know, the, the, the future world they, they envision is everyone, oper you know, stoned on weed and, and running a forklift for Amazon in their wagey cage. And Biden, you know, all these, pe these people are trying to unionize in Amazon, you know, <laughs> because they want some kind of semblance of, of, of humanity, I guess, in, in, in the slave labor that is Amazon. And Biden, you know, the, the 
big, uh, big anti-business, anti-corporation guy, as he proclaims, uh, he, he gave him a bunch of government contracts, and, and it looks like all these Amazon employees are not actually going to be able to unionize. So everything they've told you, everything they sold the people on is a lie. And just a matter of time before everyone has that aha moment. So as we start walking through some of the other things that we're that we're dealing with here, I, I want to show you where it's going. Right. So this is we, we, we see that they're threatening. The left is threatening the um, Supreme Court justices, but they were outside of Kavanaugh's home. See, this is what the radical left is. And by the way, if you want to take if you want to take it to the radical left, you abandon the rules that they set for you. See, we haven't set those rules for ourselves. They have for us. And that's exactly what we'll do. But let's go ahead and play A13. We will not go back. I see you, buddy. We will not go back. 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 Did you ever notice that one thing that they don't do is they re repeat the same thing over and over again? Because there's no thought leadership. They can't debate it. They can't debate it. They had an opportunity in front of the Supreme Court to debate whether or not Roe versus Wade should be overturned. And the problem is, is that on one side, they want to say that they talk about science. Well, science has proven that a life is viable in the womb. I mean, at, at inception. Right? Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. And so if science proves that, then you have to follow the science. science. But it's not convenient for them. Because God forbid you actually not kill a baby while you say that you're pro-life. And again, these are the same people that stood up and said on one side that everyone should put a vaccine in their body. Now, at that point, the body was not yours. But now they're saying that the body's mine and I can kill whatever's inside of me. This is the evil that we face in our society. It's like children throwing, a, you know, five-year-old kid throwing a tantrum because their parents are saying you can't have dessert until you eat your ice cream. It's like... You're a few years older than me, but I'm, I'm disgusted by, by what our, my generation has uh, devolved into. Uh, there is stomping and screaming like a, a five-year-old child that their parents have allowed to get away with anything and cave to their demands. And, and these are people that I hope, I hope in, in the future, you know, there'll be people in those groups that look back and say, well, you know, I, I was complicit in, in tearing down society, and now that society has been torn down, and there's not much hope and, and, and joy left in that society, that maybe there will be people in that crowd, in that group that are converted and, and, and come back and say, well, you know, in all that solitude and in, in all that despair, you know, I, I, I focused and maybe started a family, maybe had kids. And, I, I, you know, it, it's like when you see a murderer that's doing life in prison and, and 20 years into it they're you know reinvent they're you know they're, they're doing classes or coursework in the jail trying to show other inmates the way if there will be people of this generation that partook in this that say wow I, i'm sorry and i i saw the i saw the wrongs in my actions but i don't think that that's going to be the case why not i just don't isn't that what the left says it's just not we don't have to have an argument about it. Can we have an argument about it? Because I said so. Okay. That's it? Okay. I don't know. You want an argument? But that's the whole, th that's my whole point is that it's never an argument because we're, we're not willing to have the conversation. We're like, yeah, whatever. No, I think, I think when, when we do have the conversation. You, you, you said burnout, right? You're burnt out, right? I'm not. I'm, no, no, no. You said I'm you not. went to Alaska and you had this revelation, came back. I was never burned out. No, that was okay. never a word. Those are never the words that I used, Jake. What, what did you say? Adrenal fatigue. You're, 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 you are, we're all undeniably tired because we, we've I'm, been sticking to something. We're sticking to the truth and these people are sticking to falsehoods. And at what point? So adrenal fatigue is what happens when you come down, when you crash. Yes, because you're okay. under, because you're under. Because you're at that stress level at the very highest stress, level. Stress, stress. And, right. uh, right. But your stress is the origins of you having truth and wanting to say, hey, look, here's the truth. And everyone's saying, go away. You're lying. And these are people that are forcing falsehoods as the truth. And, and, and how long, you know, do, can, can an individual hold on to a falsehood before 
some of them start falling off the, the wagon. So that I, I, I don't think it's impossible. You said no, but I don't think it's impossible. All right, not impossible. But you know what they're trying to do in all this? You want to get into the other stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A1, Mr. Producer. They need $22 billion for the impending uh, winter wave of doom. Since the last winter, the, the, the dark winter, the, what, what did Biden say? The, the so, so let's ask this. Is there any a pl- point in, in all of this? Is there a point in any of all this where we can audit any of the dollars that are spent? <laughs> uh, we, we should, and I think we're actually going to. Okay, so let's go ahead and play A1. NBC10's Lauren Make joins us now with more on how the administration wants to spend that money. Yeah, Tracy, the request we found out today is $22.5 billion. Now, that money would fund the government's COVID response for this next phase, including money for testing, treatments, and vaccines. And because this virus mutates and spreads, we have to stay on guard. President Biden this week highlighting what's next in the fight against COVID. And today, his administration asking for more than $22 billion to fund efforts, including making treatment more accessible. Now we're launching the Test to Treat initiative. So people can get tested at a pharmacy, and if they prove positive, receive the antiviral pills on the spot at no cost. The sooner you can take them after your symptoms start, the better. Dr. Eric Sanchenwala is medical director for infection prevention and control at Einstein Medical Center. He says there are two antiviral pills right now that stop the virus from replicating inside your body. If you stop the virus from replicating, then you stop the virus from infecting further cells, and you stop uh, the virus from spreading in your body and causing symptoms. So it can uh, reduce the duration of symptoms. It can help you know, keep patients out of the hospital. Dr. Sachinwala says the pills can only be prescribed if you have a positive COVID test. That could be a home test or it could be a lab-based PCR test, but you want to make sure that someone actually has COVID before you prescribe the medication. The Biden administration says free community testing sites are among the initiatives that will end this spring, and the funding they want will help pay for testing, vaccines, and right, research. You can pull it there. We're watching it very closely. Do you remember the 500 million test kits that they purchased? They spent billions of dollars on yeah. and, and they were all made in China. Yeah. Or a good, a good percentage of them were made in China. Well, half of them were never, more than half of them were never claimed. So, you know, we need $22 billion more. We just gave Ukraine $14 billion. We can't address the issue on the southern border as uh, May 23rd, so less than two weeks away or we, two weeks away, uh, it, it's going to be lifted and we're going to be dealing with a massive influx. And then we're we're going on uh you know in, in the in the face of complete uh, lies i mentioned that j and j got pulled they they lost their emergency use the the pill uh, is causing uh, long term recurring uh illness and so it's just lies lies and lies as as the house burns down around us I don't I don't know where to where to start with this because I'm actually looking at some of the things that were put in here related to how do we prop up and support big pharma again? How do we prop up and support and create more chaos in our communities? It's a tired, played out story. The the pandemic is over. It's it's not to say that there's not COVID that's out there, but we have viable remedies. Yet they're still pushing everyone to get the vaccine. Why? And they're still firing people silently from their jobs, and the media is not covering that anymore. Why? And why is it with the massive number of lawsuits and Thomas Renz and other people that have uncovered whistleblower information, why are they still continuing to push down on this? And let me tell you why. Because they can. Because we as people have not recognized that they have created a war against the American people. They declared war. And I, and I keep going back to this and saying, it's easy. we can fix this pretty easily. You know, I often have said, let's get in the gap. I've often said, I'm looking for a few good men. We're looking for a few good men that will stand together and basically tell them that we're no longer going to do this. That will take probably 100 to 150,000 people per state. Do we have them? And will it even take that many? Do we have enough people that will stand together and stand against this stuff? But in the meantime, while we're actually dealing with this, Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and put this up if we can. Put up A2. This is probably one of the most interesting things you can get. Less than a dime of every dollar in Biden's COVID spending went to fight COVID, fighting COVID. While Democrats and President Biden attempt to spend every even more towards a disorganized COVID plan, the American taxpayers deserve to know where the rest of the money went. 
a mere 351 billion of the 5.4 trillion authorized by Congress in fight the plan pandemic, or less than one dollar in ten was directed to healthcare. That's about a seven percent. Seven percent of all the money they robbed from everyone went to the actual pandemic. Let, let, let's let's continue to go through this if we would. A three, Mr. Producer, key takeaways for this. The $2 trillion in funding for the Biden administration's so-called COVID rescue bill allocated less than 9% to combating the virus. The remaining 91% spend hundreds of billions of dollars to bail out state governments and build bike trails, new high school weight rooms, apartment buildings, and golf courses. Do you, do you want to do golf courses? Anybody want golf courses? I think we get golf courses. Democrats demand greater spending, yet states have already received more federal child care money than they know what to do with. According to data from the Department of Health and Human Services, 20 states reported they were unable to use at least 50% of the COVID care, uh, child care fund last March. The almost half a trillion dollars in funding remaining from the $2 trillion of so-called COVID relief enacted in March of 2021 should be first used to boost mitigation efforts before asking American taxpayers for more money. The Biden administration has ignored multiple requests for more transparency and accountability on spending from ranking members of the House Budget Committee. The Budget Committee cannot even get access to information. House Energy and Commerce Committee, House Oversight and Reform Committee, and House Homeland Security Committees. This is what we're dealing with right now. Well, this is this is what I was I was I was trying to work it into, but uh, I, I don't think it is a played out story. Colorado came out today or yesterday and put out a resolution, uh, which is a, a very lengthy, uh, fancy language using uh, apology note. And that is, I think you have it open, A9. So it's a resolution just saying, yeah, sorry, we screwed up. We shut down the economy for two years. Everything went to hell. You know, everything got destroyed. Small business got crushed. Uh, Danny was telling me something like 40,000 businesses in Colorado permanently closed. And you, so you say, step in the gap, Joe, right? And so one of the conversations we were having today, hey, look, it's whereas the impact to those harmed by these mitigation efforts were in some cases substantial and life altering, whereas many of our seniors, including our grandparents and great grandparents, bore as a group some of the, the greatest burden. So essentially they're saying, yeah, so we're sorry. As, as the truth starts to come out and everyone starts to wake up to the reality that was sold to them in, 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 a, in a pretty jacket with a nice smile, uh, you know, now now they're, you know, sitting in their ivory thrones in their state capital saying, yeah, hey, uh, I hope there are no hard feelings here. And so one of the conversations we we're having today was, you know, you, you've talked about how the Chamber of Commerce on state levels and, and, and as a whole and the, the, the federal level have uh, disservice the American people. Am I right or am I wrong, Jeff? No, you're absolutely right. And what do you say? How many people do we need per state to stand in the gap? I'd say about 150,000. So oh, there's 81, yeah. <laughs> 80 million people voted for President Trump. And listen, let, let, me, let me explain something else to you. 330 million people in the United States. 330 million people. How many have lost husbands, wives, sisters, brothers, grandmothers, grandparents? How, how many? How many people have lost people to a pandemic that was manufactured? And, and, and then you would say, well, that's disinformation. So let's get into that really quick because I want, I want you to hear this. Let's play A4, COVID misinformation spreads. As the Delta variant continues to drive cases up around the country, government officials at every level now are urging people to get vaccinated, but they're facing a bitter battle because of online misinformation. Earlier this year, the Center for Countering Digital Hate identified 12 people who make up 65% of the misinformation seen on social media. Joining us now is Imran Ahmed, the founder and CEO of the organization. Imran, it's good to see you. Good to see you too. All right, so who makes up this disinformation dozen that you talk about, and why haven't any of the big social media companies taken action against them? Well, look, these are 12 super spreaders of digital misinformation. They're people who, with companies behind them, charities, large organizations, often hundreds of staff and millions of dollars to spend, that they have become the, the producers of the best quality, most shareable misinformation. And we calculated that these 12 individuals make up two-thirds of all misinformation shares on social media. The reason why companies haven't taken action, well, because frankly, they're a draw. They are eyeballs to their sites. And in the end, That's because of the way that liability works on social media platforms, no one can actually get them to take 
take action against these people. They don't have to close their accounts down, even when the president of the United States says that their inaction is costing lives. Can you give us just a few examples of, of who we are talking about when you talk about this dozen? Sure. Well, one example is Joe McCola, uh, who uh, claims that the way to solve acute COVID is nebulized hydrogen peroxide. Sounds very scientific, but nebulized means breathed in through a mask, for example, and hydrogen peroxide is bleach. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is another example who says that African blood is different to white blood and that black boys shouldn't be vaccinated because they have more side effects. That's simply not true. And what it means is that, of course, African-American people would be more reluctant if they believed him to take a vaccine for a disease that has ravaged that community and uh, had a disproportionate impact on them. So a lot of times it's hard to recognize what's true and what's misinformation on social media. I mean, just listening to what you said, uh, I think that it, that, that sounded pretty pull outrageous pull to me, you know, just the, the way the, you described it and, and that they would even say The, the comment about the, the African-American community is, is the greatest disgrace because the majority of the health complications in that community are actually a result of poverty of African-American communities and diet and access to uh, unhealthy foods that have been facilitated by Democrat strongholds. No, it's just not true. It's not true that 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 blacks or Hispanics or or people in my more minorities are disproportionately affected by COVID. It's just not true. That's why sickle cell anemia is a predominantly an African uh, African illness, bloodborne illness. But you know the science. Trust the science. Follow the science. So you'll notice that this is not an American, but we're propping up this guy that's not an American inside of America to tell us that people are not truthful oh, like the, the lead doctor on cnn the uh, the the asian woman and, and and all of these different uh non-americans that that vehemently speak against american and, values and, and listen it's not it's not the fact that they're un-american or excuse me not american that bothers me it's the fact that none of the, none of the things that they've said have come true and you have a, a guy that runs an organization of uh you know online to stop digital hate what exactly was that what, what exactly was that video of them outside of Kavanaugh's? Oh, it's not digital residence. hate, so it's fine. What about the other one? That the we burning had? down the place? A14. Let's put that up again. Let's, let's look at this. Let's look at A14 if we can. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's our, just a hypothetical. Hypothetical. Let's, yeah. kill, let's kill Supreme Court judges. Yeah. This is what the left represents. They are everything that they say that they are against. Everything. Take it down, Mr. Producer. So if I may, I was going to walk it back a little bit saying, you know, uh, you need a hundred, a hundred and change to, to, to make a difference in a state. And I thought, how do, how, you know, you, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the damage that they've caused to the people. Whether Look at the camera so that whether, people can see you. Uh, Please. Uh, whether it's the worker or the, empl you know, the, the business owner, why don't you have a tax jubilee? And how do you do that? Because under Colorado state law, you need 2% of the population to sign a petition, which we're going to have up in the next few days under the FEC uh, Commerce Pillar Chamber of Commerce alternative. Uh, you need 2% of the, the state population to sign a petition. And the one I had in mind was businesses shouldn't have to pay taxes for the next three years for the damage that's been done. And I, I think, you know, whether it's stepping in the gap, if that meets your definition, I think that's something very powerful that a lot of people are sleeping on now. So in, in the next few days, we're going to be rolling that out for FEC United to really pull together everyone. And at, once you hit that threshold of the 2% of the, the state signing on to that petition, they have to address it. And I think, I think given our reach. Th that was clever, by the way. I don't know how you got into FEC with that. I thought we were going to do it at the end, but that was good. I may not look it, but I have some good ideas. Hey, so I want to say that we want to give a little credit or shout out to one of our other sponsors to the show, IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watched you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. Uh, you're concerned about privacy of your identity using incognito mode. Won't always solve your problem either. IP Vanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy. It, you can use it on your computers, tablets, phones, even your uh, devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. That means that the, the private details, passwords, communications, and browser history, history or more are shielded from falling in the wrong hands. It makes you virtually invisible online. 
So for, for us, for conservative daily listeners, uh, you can get 70% off the yearly plan to our listeners with 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. It's easy to use. All you do is tap a button and you're instantly protected. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Okay. So we are on Frank's beach, and I want to take a minute and talk about this. Mike Lindell has been fiercely fighting over the last 18 months. Much like me, he did not have to get into the fight. And he has had to literally pull his advertising from – he's been deplatformed from every store. He's pulled down uh, from selling on a wholesale and retail level almost across the entire spectrum, across the entire globe for his MyPillow product. And in the middle of all this – um, Mike actually opened this thing called My Store, which is pretty awesome. And you can both sell your products on My Store, kind of like Amazon, which they just had a new launch of, or you can go buy products from other patriot-minded individuals. So check out MyStore.com and support Mike Lindell. And when you're there, use promo code CD21. That's Charlie David 21 And you can save up to, I think, 70% with that code. So CD21, Charlie David 21 um, Always got to give him a shout out. Okay. So, so let's talk about all the doom and gloom that we just got done talking about. This morning we talked about 2,000 mules. We know that they stole elections, 54,000 mules, when they lowered the standard. If you haven't seen 2,000 mules, you need to go see it. And, and by the way, everyone that is out there, we saw what Politico has done or PolitiFax has done. We've seen what all of the radical left has done. They're basically saying that the information is miscalculated. And everyone is coming back and saying, it, it, it's geodata. This is geotag data. This, 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 this is the data that we use for advertising purposes. I can tell you when you walk into a store, and I can tag you the minute you walk through that door. Within three feet of getting to that door, I can tag you. It is highly precise. And yet they come out and they tell another lie to the American people because they've declared war, war on us. So interesting. That's actually how I got indicted was my, my geodata. So if they can indict me for, for you know, a BS uh, charade in New York City, what, how many people they have? Thousands. Why can't they indict them? And they can. They have all that information. That, that's what's going to be really interesting to see with the facts and the evidence and, and, and all of it on the table if they can actually or if they actually do anything with it. I'm not sure if you saw this. Uh, I put it in the, the chat this morning, but uh, immediately following the release of 2,000 Mules, the Wisconsin Election Commission had taken down its voter roll list consisting of all 7.2 million names. Say it again. Following the release of 2,000 uh, 2000 mules last week, the Wisconsin Election Commission has taken down its voter roll list consisting of all 7.2 million names. Well, why would they do that? I don't know. See, this is what I'm going to try and tell you. Uh, This is a a recruitment on on the podcast. I'm going to recruit you right now. I'm going to recruit you because you've already said there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, let me just read what somebody wrote in one of my comments earlier. And, and I know this young man, and I'm, I frankly said, I think you're wrong. But he, he clearly stated there's nothing we can do about it. Nobody's going to do anything about it. The leaders aren't going to do anything about it. And the reality of it is he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, how could he be wrong? He, when, when up until this point, nothing has happened. He's not wrong. And what he said is, if I thought you would change anything, if you thought this would change anything, you are gullible. White House controls the narrative. It doesn't matter what facts come out. He's not wrong. Is he wrong? Here's another problem. Conservatives fight people on your side. Another very true statement, because we can't get along. We can't get along. We, we all know everything. We know everything. I mean, if, 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 we're being, if we're being completely honest, I have a difference of opinion, and it even broke up. What, what am I doing? Five minutes. Okay. Time check. We can't get along. We can't stand next to each other. We always have the better idea. We always have the bigger, the bigger solution, but we really don't. And it, it, if you go down through, time, through what he's saying, it, which, is not, it, which is not wrong, is that you have to come up with a way to get to a solution set that does not include sitting there and yelling about the fact that the election was stolen because the election was stolen. 
And now that you get down to a movie that absolutely 100% proves one part of the theft. The machines are the bigger part because by the way, inside of this, they said that the ballots were real and they talked about in 2000 mules. And I keep coming back to it, guys. I'm fascinated by this movie. I've now seen it four times. I've paid for it three times. <laughs> I've seen the movie four times. And every time I watch it, I learn something new. But the one thing that sticks very clear in what we're listening to with the, with the 2,000 mules is that the, the left has declared war on us. And we've allowed it. It's the same war that they've declared in multiple countries around the world. If you remember, back in, in uh, Afghanistan, they were tearing down statues, old statues. They were tearing down statues in Iraq. They were tearing down statues, historical statues, in other parts of the Middle East. If you go back in time, they did this in Europe. They did this in London. They tore down statues that they said represented colonialism in their own country. We are at war. They have declared war on us, and they are using everything to their, that's available to them including your money. Your taxpayer dollars go directed to them. They're funneled to them. And that's what you found out in 2000 Mules. They go into this nonprofit. We saw the fact that uh, Dinesh D'Souza, which by the way, he gave $30,000 to a campaign, $20,000 more than what he should, ended up having to get community service, had to serve some time in jail, was convicted of being a felon for supporting a candidate. Yet what did Zuckerberg just do? Oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't $30,000. It was $420 million. When I tell you that we are at a place that is critical in this nation, it is not hyperbole. When I tell you that we are at war, it's not hyperbole. It is not rhetoric, it is not propaganda. I am not making anything up. Eric Coomer 100% was on that call. Eric Coomer is a part of a system a part of a company that literally has stolen the vote of the American people and these mules tied to, dem to Democrat-controlled nonprofits, which we've already talked about this before. Go back in time and look at it. We've talked about the fact that they systematically have developed a web, a criminal enterprise that is able to funnel money off by these evildoers, take your money, and then pass it out in order to weaponize it against you as the American. They have declared war on you. They've declared war on me. And so the time has come that we must stand up and we must take a stand. And at this point, I will tell you that I do not want violence. That is not what we want. That's it. We're out of time. So listen, we'll, uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. We have Ash on tomorrow. It'll be a really great deal. We're going to talk more about, I think, election fraud. We've got a lot of other things that have popped their ugly heads up all over the country. We also have, uh, for the evening, about 95% sure on it, yep. uh, Fernicus Maximus, uh, uh, Garrick Fernbau, okay. a former SEAL team guy. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk about him patriot. tomorrow. We only got two minutes to sign off. Go with, for it. So I'm going to get through it. So we're going to do a prayer first. Nope, 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 nope. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to have this, have the ability to talk to people in our community and have them br come together as one. Father, we're thankful for all the things, all the blessings that you've given our country and, and the people around the world. Father, we're grateful for your presence. We're grateful for your leadership. We're grateful for the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross for our sins. Father, please go with us this night that we may, we may have peace. Please bless those that are evil that they may turn away from their wicked ways. Bless us that we may come together as one, set aside our petty differences, and do what is necessary in order to walk in faith and act in faith. Father, please bless Michael and Dale. Bless all those that are in the fight, doing the best they can in order to honor you and to draw more people to a place where we can hold those accountable for the evil deeds that they've done to us, our society, our children. Father, please be with us. Give us strength. Give us courage. I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you like us, follow us on, uh, on Telegram, t.me slash conservative daily, t.me slash Joe Oldman, and t.me slash Ash in America with an E, A-S-H-E. On True Social, you can go, go to at Joe Oldman, at conservative daily, and at Ash in America. 
If you like us live, you can see us at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank's Beach. And then smash that Rumble button on your way out. Share it with someone and become, just, just so you know, share it with someone that needs to hear the truth. Share it. If you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word um, freedom to 89517. Obviously, you can find us on the audio version as well at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Go over there and give us a five-star review. We are winning, everyone. We go live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. We are winning. Stay in the gap. Have faith. Collectively go meet with others within a group. And frankly, get on your knees and pray. Pray every day. Pray every night. Stay in faith. Stay in God's word. Read the Bible. Love on your neighbors. And get ready because we're at war. All right. God bless you. I'll see you guys tomorrow.